You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and each week we bring you a few special guests. Uh, This week we have Sad American Night, Levin Rambin, and Tom Domina. So sit back and please enjoy the show. Right, episode number 16. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I really appreciate it. Uh, New listeners, big thanks to you. Um, This is The Acoustic Sunset. This is a weekly podcast, and it's centered around a live performance that happens at Putnam's Pub at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. Um, We do a show every Sunday there at 8 p.m. We record it right off the soundboard, and then my friend Paul Pontius and I, we get together, we pick out some highlights And we put it all together in this podcast every week, and we put it up the following Sunday um, for all of your listening pleasure. I really appreciate you guys listening, um, and please tell your friends. We always need more and more listeners. On this particular episode, we have a really cool episode, um, a really good night of music. Uh, We have first up uh, Sad American Night, and then after that we have Levin Rambin, and she'll be playing with Daniel Broadhurst and Taylor Nose. And then, finally, we're going to hear from Tom Domena, who's an old friend. He's been on the podcast a bunch of times and a really great performer. So um, it's going to be some really good so stay, uh, some really good music, so please stay tuned for that. But um, I wanted to just talk a little bit, um, a couple things before we get into the live music. First off, the email, putnamsacousticsunset at gmail, putnamsacousticsunset, one long word, at gmail. And uh, I monitor that email, so if you need to get a hold of me, if you know any bands that might want to play, or if you have any fan mail, hate mail, anything like that, let me know. Um, Also, I want to encourage you to come out to the live performances every Sunday at 8 p.m. I see see you listening, and I see that it's Brooklyn where most people are listening, so I know you guys are hearing it. Please come out to the show. We're trying to create and cultivate a really nice communal night of music. Um, might even want, might even call it a scene, if you will. So we're really trying to encourage that. So if you hear this and you like the show, come out and say hi. I would love it a lot. Um, I usually try to tell a story at the beginning of the podcast, and I'm going to this time. Um, and I, I just have written down here, um, trying to do too much. And sometimes, man, you just try to do too much and you end up not doing anything. And I have a story about that specific thing. I used to live in this apartment. Um, we called it the fish market and it was in Kensington, Brooklyn, and it was above this Hasidic fish market. And <laughs> it was dirt cheap, but it smelled like fish all the time. And there were a lot of uh, transient people coming in and out of the apartment. It was a really, really cool spot. So uh, I was living there and um, I was just doing busking at the time. It was the only way I was making my money is just singing in the subway every day. And it's, it is a daunting task to do. It's fun and it's very liberating and it's freeing and you get a lot of cool stories, but um, it's 
very volatile on the amount of money that you make. So uh, whenever you're hard up for money and you're out there trying to make it and you're not making any and you need it for rent, it's a it's a daunting thing. So anyway, I was I was living there. I was making my money busking and stuff. And it had, it was like the beginning of springtime. And we lived on 18th Avenue and Ocean Parkway. And on Ocean Parkway, you can get onto this little uh, bike path and go straight south in Brooklyn and you hit Coney Island. It's about five miles away. So I was sitting there one day and it's springtime and we had just come out of like a really brutal winter. And so I wanted to go down to Coney Island. I wanted to go to the beach. I also needed to do some busking because I, I absolutely needed the money. So I wanted to do that. And I also, I, I'm a runner and I wanted to get some exercise in. And I, I had like slept in that day. So I only had a window of time <clears throat> to do really just one thing. But I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll combine all three things into one. And so what I decided to do is I, I loaded up my, my bus kit, which is what I call it. And it's like a suitcase with a kick drum and a tambourine and guitar and harmonicas and, and my basket and a bell and all this different stuff. I loaded it up and put it all on my back. I had my guitar in a hard case. And what I was going to do is ride my bike down to Coney Island and then busk on the boardwalk down there and make, you know, some change or whatever. So I get on my bike and I have my guitar in a hard case because I only had a hard case at the time. So I have that in one hand and I'm trying to stabilize my bike with the other hand. And I have, you know, 45 pounds of kick drum and or kick pedal and everything on my back. And very quickly I realized this is not going to work. I can't, like the wind is moving my guitar and I can't break on my bike. And so I get about, you know, I don't know, 100 yards down Ocean Parkway, and I was like, this isn't going to work. So I turn around, I go home, I put my bike away, and I get out my longboard, my long skateboard. And I take that out, and it's pretty much, the bike path is pretty much a new asphalt, which if you're a skateboarder, you know that's just like prime skateboarding uh, texture because it's very nice on your feet. And so I, I, I get out there, I get on my skateboard, I have my guitar in my case and all my gear on my back, and I start doing it. Mind you, it's five miles, maybe six miles down to Coney Island from where I was living. So, um, and sometimes I lie on this podcast because it makes the story cooler. So let's just say seven miles. So it's seven miles all the way down there. And uh, I, so anyway, I get on the skateboard, seriously, it was probably four to five miles. And I get on the skateboard and I'm cruising and it's, it's working out all right. So I'm like, okay, well, I can do this. You know, I got my skate, my guitar in hand, stuff on my back. I'm on my longboard and I'm cruising down and I'm like, okay, this is going pretty good. It was easy and and pretty lax for the first, I don't even, I could even say mile. But then after that, I mean, it was grueling. I was exhausted and I had all this stuff on my back and if you are a skateboarder, you might know, but if uh, as your speed slows down, every little pebble all of a sudden becomes this enormous speed bump. If you're cruising fast, you hit a pebble, bing, it just shoots out of the way, no big deal. If you're going slow, however, that pebble is just going to stop. And that happened to me maybe four or five times. I'd just be cruising. I remember at one point there were all these uh, Orthodox Jewish girls walking towards me, and I just hit this rock and just catapult forward and throw my guitar (laughs) rolling on the ground and I get up you know like you do when you fall down in front of a group of people and pretend like uh like you meant to do it or like it didn't really bother you but really you're mortified and embarrassed and they're like oh my god are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine I'm fine just I meant to throw my guitar uh (laughs) 
10 feet down the down the bike path. So I get, but I'm also determined to do this at this point. You know, I'm two miles in. So it's, you know, it's a long haul back. It's just as long to Coney Island. Might as well keep going. So I keep going. And then the asphalt is getting like dicier and dicier as I get further and further south to where it's like becoming more and more difficult to skateboard. But I make it. I make it all the way down to Coney Island. And at that point, I'm just so exhausted. I don't even want to do the busking. I'm not interested in the in the beach, which is what the whole point of what I wanted to do. Um, I did get a decent workout, but it was not, uh, I don't know, it was a very specialized workout. Really, just one of my legs was exhausted. So basically, I walked over to Nathan's Hot Dogs and got me some cheese fries and, <laughs> and ate them on the beach and then got on the subway and rode home and ended up out of pocket being like $12 out of pocket as opposed to making any money. And it was just one of those classic cases of, you know, trying to do too much. Trying to do too much is not what Putnam's Pub does. They do just the right amount. They're at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. They have a very specific eye for detail, and their restaurant is very well run, and all their food is on point, all their cocktails are delicious and scrumptious. So please, come out, get some drinks, get some food at Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill, or on the web at putnamspub.com. Okay, up first on live music in episode number 16 um, is Sad American Night. Um, This is Gavin. He reached out to me and was interested in playing, so I'm really excited to have him. He also uh, did a hand-drawn flyer for this particular show that really, really rocked. So um, he's playing under the moniker Sad American Night, so I hope you enjoy his live music. Here's Gavin. This one's called Waves Will Crash. Slow. Oh no, I won't let you go. And there are fields, and there are mountains ahead. The waves will crash, the sea will swallow the dead, drown out the words that we said. We will return to our beds far away. We'll be walking on the wayside by your side. Things look different in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. 
There are streams and there are rivers to cross. We all have dreams, things that we loved and we lost. Don't give up on this that fast. Don't ever dwell on the past. I've got a map, you've got a new pair of shoes, a well-worn path. That backbeat rhythm and blues Two kids with nothing to lose I'd like to spend it with you Far away We'll be walking on the wayside By your side Things look different in the moonlight Far away, we'll be walking on the wayside by your side. Things look different in the moonlight. Yeah, the last one on our on our first album. So you guys have um, a record out. Is there a place correct. where people can find it? You can find it on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, whatever other streaming services are equally title, I think is a new one now that oh, I have even listened to, it, but it's on there. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's called One of These Bright Mornings. Nine songs we put it out uh, last fall, so okay. pretty fresh. I mean, relatively speaking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you made the move to New York, and correct, then correct. And you said this is your first solo gig. First solo gig, first New York show. And it felt felt good. Felt good. Exhilarating. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't have the support. Uh, of the band members back there, yeah. you, you have to bear your soul a little bit, but uh, you know, in a relaxing atmosphere like this, it's a little easier. So yeah, Putnam's is a cool vibe. I I try to tell <clears throat> all the performers that, that it's like uh, it can be tough because sometimes people aren't there to hear well, your music, yeah. you know. So they're for not the chicken, there to... they're here for the chicken sandwich. I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So was there a song that uh, maybe felt particularly good tonight that we could use on the podcast? Oh, you know, I. If you're, if you're looking for a slower one, um, the second one. Any, anyone. The second, second one, one I thought was, was really well. Uh, that's called Waves Will Crash. And that's actually from the band before Sad American Night. What was that band? Called South Sea Island Magic. Okay. That's an electronic project. Oh, um, wow. So that's usually a seven minute electronic song. I turned it to a two minute acoustic song tonight. <laughs> and that's it, just, you know, just one of, my, one of my favorites that I've had over the years, just sweet melodies. And um, I also enjoyed playing the last one as one of my favorites. I always do. So, uh, let's talk about the the electronic song for a second. Yeah, what was yeah, the yeah. name of it again? Uh, the, the song is called Wave, Waves Will Crash. Waves Will me. Crash. Mm -hmm. So how do you convert that? And then also uh, what I like to get at in this portion of the podcast is like just uh, the craft of songwriting. Oh, so great. how okay. does that... How does it work? Do you get a beat? Do you get an idea for a song? So this, this was a collaborative, this, this former band called South Seattle Magic was a collaborative project, myself and a producer, and I'd play guitar and sing and he would make, make the beats and, the, and electronic textures and just, you know, huge, you know, and really it was, uh, in, the, in this song in particular, it was driven by him and he came to me with a beat and um, sort of a guitar idea, a little riff, uh -huh. and then I basically put lyrics and vocals over that. And the, the thing I like about the electronics is like, um, when you're playing that sort of music, the chord changes are all very, very simple. Uh -huh. There's no because there's so many textures and so many things going on sonically. There's no real need to like change the chords a lot right, because right. so so it's really just two chords on the verse, four chords on the chorus, and you don't think about it as much as like if it was just you and acoustic guitar, you'd be like, you well, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> right. I mean, I gotta, I gotta put get in some flourishes or thirteenth in there. Somewhere. Where's the yeah? <laughs> so totally. um, so it's very simple and straightforward. And when when it gets interpreted to acoustic, you know, it takes on. Um, 
uh, a change from being like a very like uh, there's a sort of a dance beat that propels it in uh -huh. one but it also has like sort of a sweet melody behind it and it becomes a very quiet like very thoughtful song um, but really you know the, the great thing about the thing I like most about that song and why it's one of my favorite to play is that either way you play it it works uh -huh. you can play it with a rock band and do you know metal solos or whatever and, and <laughs> you know if the melody's there and it's strong you know something about the song like the song shines through so yeah that's why that's this was fun that's what i try to get at uh talk about a lot with songs they they have their own power you know and they morph and they change with time and it's uh it's really cool to just be a part of it and uh after i often feel like we're just kind of antennas taking you just have to, yeah you just have to let out, it you know let it pass through you and then out into the world and then you yeah. know maybe somebody connects with it somebody doesn't or you know maybe you you connect with it and you don't, you know, but yeah, it's definitely, right. I, I like that antenna. Right, metaphor, well, certainly. it was great, man. Kevin did a wonderful <laughs> job. Uh, where can people, you said Spotify, iTunes, and yep, all that jazz. What about social media? Do you have social media stuff? Just uh, uh, follow Gavin, Gavin Snyder or, or Gavin DeDraw, not Gavin DeGraw, <laughs> at Gavin DeDraw. DeDraw. Um, because you draw. Right. Gavin made this fucking kick-ass poster for the show oh, thanks, tonight. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then also we have a website, sadamericanite.com. Okay. All right, so uh, all the information's on there, and <laughs> we'll be seeing you play around New York a lot. And I surely hope so. Have you back on the podcast. All right, thanks a lot, Gavin. Um, really appreciate uh, him coming out and, and performing, and also for doing the flyer. It's really, uh, really a cool thing. Up next, we have Levin Rambin, and this is uh, Levin Rambin. She'll be playing with Daniel Broadhurst and Taylor Nose, and this is their first performance ever uh, together. So uh, she is an actress and lives in the neighborhood and came in to have dinner one night and expressed a little bit of interest this was months ago expressed some interest in performing and i reached out to her and we worked out a date and um she decided to come out and play so uh, it's really cool that she did and i think you're really gonna like her music because it sounds sounds really great so here's levin rambin she's playing with daniel broadhurst taylor nose and i hope you enjoy
fever when you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight, fever in the morning, fever all through the night. I never knew how much I love you, I never knew how much I care. But when you wrap your arms around me, I get a fever that's so hard to bear. You give me fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight Fever in the morning, fever all through the night It's a remix to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen Mama rolling that body, got every man in here wishing Sipping on coke and rum, I'm like so what I'm drunk It's the freaking weekend, baby I'm about to have me some fun It's the remix to ignition Hot and fresh out the kitchen Mama rolling that body Got every man in here wishing Sipping on coke and rum I'm like, so what? I'm drunk It's the freaking weekend, baby I'm about to have me some fun Let's talk about sex, baby Let's talk about you and me Let's talk about sex, baby Let's talk about you and me I'll make love to you Like you want me to I'll make love to you Like you want me to I'll take you to the candy shop I'll let you lick the lollipop Go ahead girl, don't you stop I Keep going till you hit the spot Like a virgin Touch for the very first time Like a virgin Fever all through the night I haven't seen nothing wrong With a little bump and grind I haven't seen nothing wrong With a little bump and I haven't seen nothing wrong with a little bump and grind, I don't see nothing wrong. With a little bump and I'm feeling good. Oh my God, it was amazing. You guys did such a good job and the whole the whole uh, whole bar was digging it. Yeah. It's a great feeling, come. isn't We'd it? We'd love to come back, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Okay, so uh, can you just introduce yourself? Real quick? My name's Levin Rambin. And uh, you played tonight. Tonight was your first performance. First performance ever anywhere, yeah. How do you feel about it? I feel good. I feel really good. Like, I, I've been re rehearsing all week with my band. and. Who was your band? Can you, they're my not band, here. They're, they're, they they got to leave. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Taylor knows and Daniel Broadhurst on guitar. And Taylor and how, was my vocalist. How do you uh, know them? They are friends of mine. Um, they are in our acting school, so they're students of ours, but they're also obviously very talented musicians. Yeah. Daniel's a pretty established, experienced musician, but Taylor and I, this is our first performance. Well, you guys absolutely killed it. Thank and it you. was so much fun. There goes Taylor. Bye, Taylor. Bye, Taylor. Oh, bye. Say bye to the podcast. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and goodbye. And goodbye. <laughs> um, so how did, how did you, uh, okay, so first off, Putnam's is sort of, your local spot? Yes, yeah, our neighborhood spot. Yeah, we, I just had my husband's birthday party here. We come here all the time with our family, and it's our our 
Cheers. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. And well, I'm, I'm glad that we got you on uh, to perform. Yes. It means a lot to us. And, uh, you know, we're always looking for new performers. So we're definitely going to have you back. Great. But how does it work out for the three of you? Um, you said, I got this gig. Do you guys want to come play? Or had you been playing I, together before? No, I just, bye. Um, I know Daniel is a very talented musician. He plays um, around town. And we've, we've, I wrote a, a couple of songs that he kind of, helped produce for me and we recorded in his home studio and then um, I just saw you around here one day when I was having brunch with my husband and I saw it was the acoustic you know night and I was like what you know what how do you guys book stuff here and then we just talked and I asked them like hey you guys want to you know like be on this with me and then so we've been kind of rehearsing and we have a really good thing going, so I think we're just going to be a band and, mm -hmm. and see what happens, you know? Well, you should keep going because it sounded really Thank good. Thank you. And uh, like I said, everybody in the bar had a real reaction. What's funny is about after that first meeting that we had, I was like, I have to be proactive in getting you to come, but I didn't. we didn't like exchange info or right, anything. Right, right, right. No, so got, it was perfect. It was I got perfect. a hold of you on like Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And then that led to like me putting the wrong name on the flyer. It's or, all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all it good. It worked out all right though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. Can maybe you, um, I mean, you don't have any music online. No, I don't. This was, I kind of just want to do this underground. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to proclaim to be like a, a musician. I, this is my, you know, I'm just putting my foot in and something I'm doing on the side. I mean, I primarily I'm an actor and a writer yeah. and directing so I you know this is a hobby but like I would love to it's obviously so fun for me and I yeah. always want to do this since I was a little girl like just with my karaoke machine so mm -hmm. I'm, well, I'm hopefully a little more refined than my karaoke <laughs> machine in my basement when I was you know eight years old but um I just hope it leads to more and more things and I, I'm not trying to be you know a superstar singer I just I just really enjoy this and collaborating with my friends is fun for me so well it, you sounded great and like uh, I always tell people it's like it's doing the job of being a musician, you know, of just playing for the for a packed bar and you mm -hmm. packed the house tonight yeah. and everybody loved it. So thanks yeah. again. Yeah, really thanks. Okay. Thanks a lot, Levin, and thanks a lot to um, her accompanist because. Um, they work really hard to, to help her out. So thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Uh, they sounded great too. Um, our final performer that we're going to be hearing from is an old friend of the podcast, Tom Domena. Um, he's somebody that I met. Um, he just reached out uh, many months ago asking to play. And he came on, he played. He was on one of the very first podcasts that we did. And his songs have been stuck in my head ever since. So um, I was happy to have him come out and perform on this particular night because it was a really, uh, really fun night to have him out, and um, he does a wonderful job. So this is Tom Domena. I, I think you're going to enjoy it, and if you're a common listener, you're probably familiar with his songs and his voice. He does a really great job. So enjoy Tom Domena. <laughs> Stole from the rich for the poor The highwayman of the Camarade lands Where my family tree supposedly stands So bold was this man could even understand why his family tree now lays low For the highwayman 
of the comrade lands lived so mountain high he was sentenced to die and so soft and lame is my body today is this branch just too far from its root oh of the comrade land I won't beg for gold Just let me into your band Hear me right now I seldom utter aloud But I guess you could call this a prayer Oh highwayman Of the comrade land Raise this family tree back where it should stand. We're talking at the bar about how you have a uh, singular sound, you know, uh -huh. no frills, but just your sound, and yeah, it's uniquely thanks. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I appreciate that. I, I do. You know, I'm like a big James Taylor uh, fan, and he's like that. I, yeah. I do aspire to, to to have that. Man, James Taylor, he's like I feel like every song he has some chord in there that I'm like, what the fuck is that? How did he mm -hmm. come up with that? You know, I've been thinking about uh, a lot of. His brother, Livingston Taylor. Oh, I don't know Livingston He has a brother that's also a folk rocker. And <laughs> oh, he's like, poor guy. He's very much kind of uh, in the public world uh, parodied. Uh -huh. um, like I saw a Simpsons episode where they talked about him as you know, part of a league of second best at everything. <laughs> um, Is he, he a right younger brother or an older brother? I mean, uh, this I'm may not be sure, but, okay. but look, he's great. I think yeah. he's really smart. And, he's, and James has said, I've heard him, say that Livingston has the career that I want because he tours, he makes good money, and he doesn't have no. any of the baggage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he hasn't had like these like traumatic breakups and drug addiction. And, like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's had a completely successful career in this smaller world. Yeah, know? yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the, gra the grass is always greener. I guess you have to talk to him. What's his name? I Livingston. Remember. Livingston. Livingston he, says, I chill. have the better career, too. He does? He, they both agree that Livingston has a superior <laughs> career. And so, like, we're, we're just projecting to be Livingston. We don't want to be James. We want to be Livingston, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a very healthy, frightening, in the today's music world. Yeah. Go, go the Livingston Taylor. Route. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, the m music industry in general is collapsing around us as we aspire to be musicians but right. um <laughs> nevertheless livingston taylor that's what i'm going for i got i had this book when i was younger and it had like an interview with james taylor paul simon dave matthews ben harper all these different guitar players that all kind of have a unique style and uh james taylor just it's he's always really really struck me so yeah um 
We talked earlier at the bar, but let's talk about it now. You had a, you played an original song tonight, sort of an homage to your great grandfather. Yes. Uh, Can you tell us about that? Yes. Well, I took a songwriting class at Jalopy, and uh, the, the the assignment was to write a legend song about your family. And I had this relative that I knew about. And I did some research on, and I was like, "Wow, this is a great song." And it was a uh, distant. Uh, relative that was called the highwayman of the Kamara Mountains who stole from the rich gave to the poor and it was the whole Robin Hood thing and then <laughs> he was hung and brutally oh, really? quartered and decapitated in front of his wife and child where did you find this information out uh, so I did some you know just Google I mean yeah. I just I found some really interesting tidbits that were uh, really uh, my mouth one thing my mouth dropped open was that he had a big pile of gold <laughs> that was found like three months ago. Some kids in Ireland, in Ireland were playing in, like a cave, in a cave and they found his name was wow. William Crotty, William the Highwayman Crotty. Okay. And they they came back home with these jewels that they found playing <laughs> and their parents were like, what are you doing with these rubies and jewels? It was right out of Goonies. Fucking and, shit, that's uh, crazy. And they, they, the parents called the authorities, I guess. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, you, got, you have to go to this cave. And they, they, the, the, the treasure was confirmed to be that of this famous thief. That was my great, 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 great <laughs> grandfather. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's just talk about the Jalopy songwriting. The Jalopy is a, a theater in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Right. right? And um, how did you get hooked up with the songwriting? Well, I, I did their there. open mic a lot, and because I think it's a really good one. The, the best. Is that Farrell Foster's show, or is that he, a different show? That's his. He does Roots of Ruckus on Mondays or Tuesdays. Oh, okay, that, but that's not open mic. No, open mic is Tuesday nights, and it's just it's the best open mic in New York, I think, by far. It's uh, it's not too crowded because it's in Red Hook, and the sound system is is really great. Sounds, the vibe of the place is the vibe amazing. Is good. Too. There's a restaurant bar right next door. It's just it's great. And you get two songs, and you feel like you know if, if it's good, people will respond and ask you for your info, whatever. Uh -huh. And that's great. So I, I I started to be a face there, and then I heard about the class, and I took the class just to. What's the class? You meet once a week, or yeah, you meet once a week, and you have to. You get great assignments. You know, like it's just a great to have a project to force you to to write. Uh, yeah. And. Um, this particular teacher, Jan Bell, was really great. She was like, you know, to be a good songwriter is to be a good listener and mm. to uh, uh, observe and see things. And, you know, too often, I think the tendency for me, for a lot of people, is to just write about yourself and write yep. about, you know, your problems. And, and, uh -huh. uh, and that's great. Right. But it's, when it's... that becomes all you do um, and you can't see past it, then you, there's a real problem. And right. then now you're just kind of this narcissistic performer right and it's it's a very easy trap to fall into so the class is i think a healthy dose of the opposite of getting away from that uh that's cool i heard this saying once and i think there's some truth to it that every song is a short story and uh i like that i've actually kind of been on the opposite where i tried to write i thought i was writing fiction for many years when i was really just too scared to say that it was me and my you know what i mean sure, my sure. feelings because yeah, it's trying to be uninhibited. And sure, stuff. it's like Darjeeling Limited. I don't know if you've seen that. The yeah, Anderson yeah, definitely. Film. Uh, that's yeah, I can, I can, that's a lot of uh, that's a, that's a crutch for a lot of young people. Uh -huh. It's very, uh, it's hard to put yourself out there. Right. Uh, Say it into a microphone in front of everybody when you're embarrassed about something yeah. or ashamed of something. It's very, it's very hard. Um, I, I the I I really like this definition of songwriting. 
a song. It's a conversation with a part of yourself that you're not on speaking terms with. <laughs> and oh, uh, you good. have to kind of coax it out. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Thanks a lot, Tom. Appreciate it. Um, he does a great job. So uh, thank you. Want to send out a bunch of thank yous. Thank you to the listener. Again, you guys are the best. Um, tell your friends. We need more people listening to this podcast. We want to get this in front of as many uh, faces and in as many ear holes as possible. So tell your friends. If you want to give us uh, a little bit of help, go to iTunes. Go to the iTunes store. Give us uh, a five-star rating or whatever you think is appropriate, give us a rating and write a review. That helps to put us into the new and noteworthy category, which get people to listen to it that maybe don't, are unfamiliar with the show, maybe don't know me or any of the performers or anything. And that's ultimately the goal. That's what we're trying to do. Basically, what I've been trying to do with this show and uh, with the Acoustic Sunset in general is create the gig that I always wanted. And... Um, we have a small budget. We pay the bands, but we don't pay them a ton of money. But what we can do is we can get their music in front of other people. So we work pretty diligently and hardly on the back end of this podcast to get it to sound really good and to get it in front of as many people as possible. That benefits the bands, certainly benefits me, and hopefully benefits the listener as well. So um, tell your friends, give us a review. Um, I do have to tell you that in the, um, in the coming week... Um, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to Columbia, Missouri for the True False Film Festival. So uh, Peter Fabrizio, who you might know from Pete and the Yop Tones, if you're a common listener, he's going to be hosting for me. And um, another Pete, Pete Ayers, who is from St. Louis, and I played a bunch of shows in New York. He's based in New York now. Um, he put together a, a lineup of, mu of musicians. And so Pete and Pete are going to be kind of um, Pete, Fabrizio is going to be hosting the show. Pete Ayers set up the show. So it's kind of their show next week. Um, I'll be back to um, to do the podcast portion of it after they're done. But for the actual live music portion, um, for the live music night, they're not going to be there. So uh, go say hi to them. Or I'm sorry, I'm not going to be there. They are going to be there. So go say hi to them and uh, tell them you said, what's up? Tell them you heard about them on the podcast. That would be great. Um, thanks to Paul for putting this all together. Thanks for, uh, the, um, hey, what's up? Thanks to Jerry and Audrey at Putnam's for, uh, putting on the show and being a friend to all the musicians that come and perform at this thing. And thanks to the listener again. I really appreciate it. Um, again, if you need to get a hold of me, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail, uh, anytime, hit me up there. I'm going to be signing off. Have a great night. Peace, love, and rock and roll.